0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Tony Trujillo, with Austin Rawlson as always. Austin, man, how's it going?
1: I'm doing good. How about you?
0: Dude, I'm tired. Like, I'm hyper, but I'm just tired. I've been spending all day prepping for the big day. But other than that, yeah, I'm all right. Actually, that's not true. I received the shittiest news I could have ever received today online. Have we been canceled? Uh,
1: huh? Have we been canceled?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, I'm waiting for us to get canceled. But no. Uh, WWE released another big superstar. That would be... Ding, 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 ding. Bray Wyatt.
1: Oh, he's gone. They right. Again.
0: People are pissed. They're like what the fuck, man? You guys made some shitty decisions, but this is by far the worst. Like, why? So there's speculation that he asked for his release because after his buddy, I always forget his damn name, but uh, he was a wrestler at WWE, went under the name of Luke Harper, and then he went over to AEW for a while, and he ran the whole Dark Order squad thing they had going on. Well, he died because of some sort of Lung issue. It wasn't COVID, but it was like pneumonia or it was something along those lines. Well, anyways, Mm -hmm. yeah, in real life, Ray Wyatt was like dealing with super bad depression because of it, because they were best friends. So, speculation is he asked for his release, but they butchered that character like a year ago when they let Goldberg beat him. They butchered him when they fucked him over at WrestleMania, and then they completely screwed him when they didn't bring him back. He has not been back since. WrestleMania was his last appearance. And so for months, people were like, okay, when's he coming back? And then literally, dude, literally last week, they had been advertising for him for SummerSlam. And then today, it came out that they released him. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't think it was real. And so I looked at am like, oh, ain't that a bitch? Like, damn. And, you know, if it is because of depression, totally makes sense. Like, it's not fun losing a friend, but that sucks. And I think that's actually going to... Not be good for WWE because a lot of fans are going to be pretty
1: pissed about it. They already are, but... Oh, let's go. The Braun, worst. Strowman, Braun Strowman teases a Bray Wire reunion in cryptic post.
0: Well, yeah, he posted this thing that said, Waiting for you, brother, or something like that. So people are speculating that they'll both go to AEW, but I don't think that's the case because Braun Strowman wants what he was making at WWE, which was a lot of money for a wrestler. He was making like 2 point something million a year. And basically Tony Khan, the guy that runs and you know owns AEW said that he'll, you know, he'll pay for it. He'll match it or even more, but he wants more out of Braun Strowman and not, he's not going to be a part-timer. He has to wrestle, you know, a lot. They want to get their money's worth. So, it doesn't sound like that's the case. So, he may not even go. But people are speculating that because of that, you know, that whole um, tweet that he put out there. But what it could be is that he's hoping that Bray Wyatt will join him in the Indies. Because right now, Braun Strowman has agreed to go to the Indies. He's gone to a big wrestling super show. I mean, that's what a lot of these guys do. If they don't go to a big corporation, they join the Indies, you know, and they do wrestling legends or legends of wrestling. They do all that stuff. And it's, they're, Big shows, but they're smaller promotions. You don't hear about them much. you got to really look these up on the internet to see them. That's kind of how Drew McIntyre made his comeback. Uh, That's how CM Punk became very popular, which, by the way, i got to geek out for just a second, dude. It's it's almost been proven. It's not 100%, but I am praying. I am on my knees asking God, dude, please, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are supposedly going to be signing with AEW. And I hope to God, I hope to God that's a real thing. There's really been no con- confirmation except CM Punk is teasing it. Fans have been talking about it. Dave Meltzer, who's a shit rag writer, has been talking about it. But Dave yeah, Meltzer, um, go ahead. Certainly
1: Mark Henry saying that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, dude. So like they're saying it. Like, but there's no. So CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have both not confirmed it, but.
1: Um, on uh, Daniel Bryan um reportedly stated he's 100 percent locked in with AEW.
0: Dude, yes. Oh my god. And then the whole CM Punk thing, dude. So they've been really keeping it a secret, and I think I know why. I think that they want to have him debut when they come to Chicago in his hometown. Because I was watching um AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, and uh the rest one of the wrestlers, Darby Allen, basically called him out. He was like, you know. Um, everyone thinks they're the best. And the only way to prove that is in the AAW ring. Even if you think you're the greatest of all time, which is bam, that's, uh, it's him mocking CM Punk's saying, which is, I am the best of all time or the greatest of all time. It was something he always said. So fans just went fucking nuts, man. And when they said, when Tony Khan was like, Hey, special announcement guys, we're going to Chicago for this show. The fans fucking just jumped up, man. I have not heard anything like it in years when it comes to a wrestling crowd, but they're all just shouting CM Punk, CM Punk. Like, they just know what's happening, man, and they're really fucking teasing us, but it's pretty much a proven thing, because yeah, everybody's talking about it. All the, you know, dirt sheet writers that talk about wrestling have pretty much all talked about it. A lot of AEW officials are talking about it. It's just uh, with CM Punk anyway, we haven't received any official word, but it's kind of one of those things where they're like, hey, it's 99% going to happen. With Daniel Bryan, I didn't know that he actually confirmed it, but damn. Now yeah. I'm super excited.
1: Fuck, this, man. This, guy saying, this guy is saying if both Punk and Bryan go to AEW, that's an amazingly cool thing. But to have them both come at the same time, I think each dilutes the other We're spreading the heat, so to speak. What's going to happen to a lot of the younger talent at AEW starts out with the people we're so excited about. Well first off you can drop the dude who pretends to be a transformer. You can just get rid of him. Okay. Frankly, no one cares. Second,
0: <laughs> you don't like Brian Cage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's a second He's in a no one is as cool as Daniel Bryan. So definitely get so ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you know right now, if you do not like somebody in the WWE and want them to leave, have me say openly that I like them and two weeks later they'll be gone. I I was like, Okay, um, Tony, I think I actually like Daniel Bryan. Three weeks later, he was gone. I said, I like Braun Strowman. Three weeks later, he was gone. Um, I said, Lar- I like Lars Sullivan. A week later, boom, <laughs> gone. I have no yeah. luck at all with, these, with liking people.
0: And what sucks, man, is so I got excited because they brought John Cena back just because it's nostalgia. But, dude, it's a waste of time. Like they already said, he's they only have him until after SummerSlam, which is like five weeks. Cause he goes back into filming. summer slam. Well, we know who's going to win this fucking match. It's going to be Roman Reigns and they're going to like, dude, they got all these stupid ass plans and I'm so tired of the Roman Reigns story. It's old. It's done. It's boring. It's not exciting anymore. It was at first, but it's so boring. Like he's, he beat edge. So that sucks. Then he's going to beat John Cena. And then they want him to face Goldberg. And then they want him to face the rock at WrestleMania. Like, Dude, I don't want this guy to be champion for two fucking years. And I don't care. Like, it's not a good story. But I like John Cena, so I sucked up and just watched it for a minute. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It's still really bad. Like, I have to skip through it. Hey, like, let me you know, let me just say this.
1: No, you John go ahead. Go Cena ahead. Some, John Cena did some sucking up, too, if you know what I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> no, he's definitely. He's sucking choking up, and apologizing. Tines, choking
1: on that Chinese... <laughs> You know I'm talking
0: about. <coughs> <laughs> but dude, like, so people have been asking me, cause I've been talking about it on Facebook and everyone's like, Hey, you're into that wrestling bullshit. Um, but I always hear you talking shit about WWE. Like, what do you suggest? And I always tell people, look, AEW is hard to get into at first, but it is the only wrestling promotion in the last 10 years of my life that I have been able to sit down and watch it from beginning to end without a dull moment. And not have to once fast forward to anything. I absolutely love it. It's a great show. They just got back into the fans, like with crowds and shit, and it's massive, man. For a promotion that's not as good as WWE, the crowd is just standing up, man. They're fucking shouting. Everybody's losing their fucking mind. People are just loving it, and it it brings me back to the old days when Monday night uh, Monday Night Raw and Monday Nitro were going head to head in the Monday Night Wars, and it was fucking like. Dude, it was awesome. Both programs were just crazy. That's how this is. But I still love WWE because I'm a loyal WWE fan. But the thing is, is it's so boring. I haven't been able to sit down and watch it from beginning to end like I can with AEW. AEW is so cool because the stories are better. It's more geared on wrestling, not necessarily storyline. WWE is more about entertainment because it's an entertainment business. AEW is a wrestling business that is going into entertainment, but it's different. If you are a hardcore wrestling fan, you'll like AEW. If you like entertainment and drama, you'll like WWE. If you're a wrestling fan, you'll pretty much like either. But today, the whole Bray Wyatt thing is like the fucking, it's the nail in the coffin for me. Um, I don't have any hope with WWE. It's just uh, somebody's running it and it's not Vince McMahon. If he is, he definitely needs to be taken out of that chair because he's losing his fucking mind. I don't think it's him. I'm pretty sure a lot of it is some of the writers and shit like that. But um, before I start like geeking out about more and more wrestling, basically what I'm saying is, it sucks that Bray Wyatt's gone. I don't think he's going to do anything further. But I'm well, super I'm just trying to
1: figure out what idiot it was like. Let's keep Jerry Lawler and get rid of Daniel Bryan.
0: Well, here's the weird thing: is like with uh, Daniel Bryan, um. What's weird is he's kind of he's a little bit older now, just like CM Punk is. Well, they're both like early forties, so they're technically pretty young. They got a good couple years left on them in terms of in the ring. But uh, yeah, no one's talking about the fact that when they show up, you have two major heads of wrestling that are going to make AEW's ratings skyrocket more than they already have, and it's going to be a real
1: war. Um, because before this, um, I wasn't watching AEW. That was boring as hell. But now that these two if 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 um if Daniel Bryan goes, then I'll watch AEW for the first time for the first time and maybe actually enjoy it.
0: Oh bro, I fucking I've been loving so these last few weeks it's gotten better and better. Since they've gone back to live crowds, it's gotten ten times better. Like the first time I watched it um with crowds was a few weeks ago. They did a little event called Road Rager. Then they had a uh, Fighter Fest night one and two. And then this past Wednesday, they had Fight for the Fallen. That was pretty cool. And then this upcoming Wednesday, it's just back to regular Dynamite. But they actually have he's, starting an
1: Go ahead. Um, this um, Bleacher Report article says that AEW's blatant CM Punk tease is going to blow up spectacular because CM Punk won't sign AEW.
0: That's what they think, bro. They really think he's not going to sign. But it makes you wonder because he hasn't confirmed it. But, you know, it's a... I, here's the thing. I don't think he's going back to WWE because of his story. Now, I'm assuming you remember who CM Punk was. He was kind of in your day. Yeah. Okay, so he left about seven years ago due to a lot of uh, creative differences. He was in a lot of pain and shit. But basically, he was tired of getting dicked around. He was like, dude... uh For, for example, the what made him officially leave was for years, they were fucking him on being the main eventer at WrestleMania. And he was like, dude, I've done all that I can I've proven myself. So when we finally get to it and he's supposed to main event at last minute, they switch it up and they tell him, you're not going to do the main event. You're going to face triple H. This is a game changer. This is a real uh, career boost for you. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. No offense to you guys, but I don't need to face triple H. He needs to face me. And which is technically a slap in the face to a legend, but it's the truth because CM Punk was on top of the world, dude. He was the equivalent of John Cena at that time. And they really fucked him and fucked up his character. So he was like, you know what? I'm out. And he pulled a Steve Austin, dude. He left and did not come back. And so ever since he's been shitting on WWE matter of fact, I posted a meme like months ago where it was, (laughs) it was all um, talking shit a whole hour podcast of Sam Punk and Bret Hart talking shit about WWE. And I was <laughs> like, dude, I wish we could get something like that. Cause I would do that. Like WWE, man, it's gotta be the writers. I don't think it's Vince McMahon unless he's like that senile, but I blame triple H and I blame John Leonidas. And then I blame, uh, some of the fucking other writers. Like these guys are really driving this show into the fucking dirt, but triple H will say he's only in charge of NXT. And that's not true. He's the goddamn CFO. Like, he's got something to do with it. And even Mark Henry said when he left that he told Vince, like, dude, I appreciate all you've done for me, but there is someone below you that's holding me back. And when I feel that way, I have to go. And it makes you wonder who is holding him back. It's got to be Triple H, the CFO, or it's got to be somebody that's like, no, you know what? Fuck this guy. Let's put this other guy over. And it's something stupid, too, because... WWE does this thing that doesn't work anymore. It's a, dying, it's a dying dream. So, like, they use all these part-timers. You know, they got John Cena coming back to face Roman Reigns. They got Goldberg coming back again to face Bobby Lashley. And then they give the belt to part-timers who hold it for fucking a week, and then it goes to another part-timer, or they focus on one person, or they shove something down your throat, such as Roman Reigns, who I'm sorry to anyone listening that likes him. He will never be Brock Lesnar. He is a cool wrestler, yes, I do like him. I think he's talented. It's cool that they made a made him a Heyman guy, but he will never be Brock Lesnar. There is only one Paul Heyman guy, and that is Brock Lesnar. But they keep doing this again and it's just getting frustrating. God, I'm on a tangent, dude. I was so pissed when I read that shit. I was like,
1: my, my issue with AEW is there's like I don't care about anybody. And it's because some of these dudes are just the cringiest mother truckers I've ever seen in my entire life. Like Brian Cage is the most cringy dude. Yeah. Why do you dress up like a Transformer? Well, he can't.
0: He can't, he can't product, cut a promo is the issue too. Like they, I think I think they're turning him into a good guy because um, a couple weeks ago his uh, team turned on him and Ricky Starks, the younger guy, won the FTW champion and they took it from Brian Cage. Well, basically, Brian Cage is going to whoop his ass and possibly win it back. But it looks like they're turning him into a baby face, but he still can't cut a promo. They were asking him about what it was like to be betrayed and blah, 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 and what his plans are. And he just says, I'll be back when they're back. And that's it. And you're like, dude, your mic skills are terrible. (laughs) But then um, there's some of them that are good. Like Kenny Omega is a good promo cutter.
1: There's like this. Like they have Christian Cage. And, like, his nickname is the instant classic, and it makes me want to scream.
0: Bro, I love Christian Cage. Fuck you. He's awesome.
1: Um, and, like, the most cringy guy, he, well, other than the dudes that are clearly making their masks just Joker rip-offs, like, the whole Dark Order kind of, like, makes me want to poop my pants.
0: I don't like the, I'll admit I don't like the Dark Order. Here's why, though. After, um, I always forget his fucking name. So he was Luke Harper in WWE, but him, I think he was like John Huber. He was something at AEW, but let's put it this way. Once he died, when he passed, Dark Order was no longer interesting because the reason they wore the mask was a lot to conceal the identity so you can find out who's Dark Order number 10 or who's number 9. But now it's become like a, it's become almost like a joke. Like they're supposed to be a bad guy team, dude, but they literally are sitting there talking about um, positivity. Like, it doesn't work. It's almost like they're a they're a babyface NWO. And what sucks is they're fucking up um, a character I truly love, who go, uh, goes by the name of Hangman Adam Page. That's my boy, dude. Adam Page was going to be the next big star, but I think they really fucked him when they made him a part of Dark Order. And, like I was like, dude, don't put him in there. He doesn't belong in there. Dark Order is more a bunch of dudes that need to wear the masks because the leader doesn't have to. So they're basically just the expendable warriors that he can throw at his exposed. Well, the leader's now gone. So right. there's no real leader. You know, the one that is there, his name's Evil Uno. Nobody cares about him because, again, he wears the mask still. He's not interesting. The whole group is, the whole spiel is stupid. I really don't like it. It's more, to me, it's more of just to kill time. But putting Hangman Adam Page into that really screwed it up. And then-
1: so, so number one is Dark Order, why I didn't like it. Two, the man who wishes you was a Transformer. B, I'm sorry, I know it's not their fault, but any time the Big Show comes out and Paul Wright comes over his head, it immediately makes me bust out laughing and crying. The idea yeah. that the Big Show's name is Paul kills me every freaking time. I can't take it
0: seriously. Well they did that on purpose, which speaking yeah. of which, um did you oh so you've seen the movie Waterboy, right? Yeah. Okay, so according to Paul Wright, because he can't use the um the big show character because it's a WWE character, right. He he's considering coming out as Captain Insano from Waterboy. The <laughs> character. Right. And I'm like, dude, that it would, would be, be a so funny great.
1: it would That'd be, be, be so a funny gimmick. Funny <laughs>
0: Right, but, like, the issue I have with him and Mark Henry is...
1: Wait, what? I said, I'm Captain Insano. (laughs) Well, the issue I have with them, dude, is, like,
0: Big Show and Mark Henry were hired to do commentary and backstage shit. But they pushed them as, like, oh, these are going to be the next big things. And I I hate when they do that. You know, I'm like, dude, quit hiring all these legends that are going to do backstage shit. But, but I also like, see, AEW doesn't rely on big stars either.
1: They also hired Joe Hardy and big-money Matt and then have him wrestling even though he's like 72 years old.
0: Matt Hardy, I know. Well, what's weird is Matt Hardy, they put him as the leader of the private party gimmick, which is these two idiotic wrestlers that they're good wrestlers, but they don't have a character because Matt Hardy overshadow- overshadows them. It doesn't work when he's there. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you guys gotta let it be separate. They need to be their own entity, if you will. I understand why they made him the manager, because they want to boost them, but it doesn't work when he starts taking over. That's why mm-hmm. I think that they need to separate that. Same thing with, um, they're doing it to uh, Jungle Boy. He's a big fan favorite. I think he's actually one of the greatest wrestlers there. I just don't like his gimmick. The whole Jungle Boy thing is so stupid, but... It's comical in the sense; it's like laughable. It's almost forgivable. But, but anyway, by, but by they, far,
1: the thing that drives me the most nuts about AEW, and I absolutely hate this person, and if he was to get cut and die from all the wrestling, um brain, um, Darby Allen is the most cringy.
0: I hate you so much right now,
1: freaking! He's a like five foot eleven, a hundred and twelve pounds oh dude God, who pretends to talking. be all tough but has
0: to have
1: a 95-year-old Sting come out. Oh, I cannot stand you. We're trying to legitimize him because he forgot to paint the other half of his face. This has
0: got to be the worst fucking episode we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, Dude, I loved Darby Allen, but here's the thing. I'm going to agree with you on the fact that they're misusing Sting for that reason. They used him to boost Darby Allen, but once you see Darby Allen wrestle, dude, he's an ultimate badass. He's just not good with the mic, like half of them. But, yes, they need to stop with Sting being his, like, fucking... Dude, it's like Sting is his, the dude pulling the wagon.
1: They need to start doing the thing where you if you have these big, scary dudes, like, um, oh, what's his name, the Nick guy with the big freaking hair. He's really hairy. He's cool as hell.
0: Wait, you said he's really hairy, he's big, who?
1: Yeah, he's got the big hair. Big hair. I'm trying to think of who the oh, fuck Nick, you're talking about. Oh Nick I found him. Nick Comaroto.
0: Oh, Camarado, Nick Comarado. You
1: have this guy and like Malachi Black who are like legitimate like badasses. Like, okay, those guys. Oh are cool. dude. And then they stare Mal- down and then they hop in a ring and Darby Allen walks into the middle of the ring and trying to stare him down, even though he's got like the other guys got like three inches on him and he's trying to act all cool and hard and like, like tough and be all like, trying to be intimidated. These guys, it just makes me laugh. It's just not like he, and, he fought Malachi black the other the other day when I was at your house and I could not stop laughing because they're like Malachi black's like in two higher weight classes than he is.
0: Well, you know, Malachi black was Alistair black, right? At WWE. Yeah right like they made a big promo for him to attack the new day or Big E. like he attacked him and they were going to go into a story and that's when they released him and when he came back dude the pop was insane like the crowd was louder than that of john cena's coming back they fucking just went nuts i did too i didn't see it coming i was like holy shit and i loved alistair black dude i thought he was a badass i loved his gimmick i loved his black mask leg kick that he does But here's the problem I have, though. They're trying to make him feud with Cody Rhodes. I love Cody Rhodes. I really do. But he's meant to be more of a booker, not a wrestler. He used to be a wrestler. He should be a booker. He should stay backstage. But they want him to kind of feud with Malachi Black. Because why not? Cody is one of the founding fathers of the company. So is uh, Kenny Omega. And I believe the Young Bucks have something to do with it, too. But it's their company, so why not, you know? And they want to make him a bad guy. And I'm like, dude, Cody Rhodes needs to stay behind the scenes. There's so many young guys there that they can do so much with, but they overshadow them with a lot of the um, well-known guys. Like um, Darby Allen is homegrown. MJF is homegrown. Uh, Sammy Guevara is homegrown as well. So they're all stars that are fairly new to this. Like they literally just started doing this on national television. so. It's forgivable when they are slowly learning but those guys are now stars and they're all homegrown from AEW. Problem is is they're only on once every so often because they're throwing Christian Cage and Matt Hardy in a match, which is cool if you're a WWE fan, you got that nostalgia, but we've seen this match like 20 times and we've seen it like over 20 years. I would rather see The Blade and Orange Cassidy because those two are fucking up and coming badass stars. I'd rather see them in a match than see Mount Hardy and Christian Cage. I just I love them both to death, but I've already seen that. And I'm sorry, but like I don't want to see any more of Kenny Omega as champion versus um they keep throwing stupid names at him. Like uh John Moxley, for instance. He was Dean Ambrose at WWE. I love him. But he needs to work on letting the younger stars come about. All the bigger stars, like you know, the the guys that just showed up from WWE or they were somehow legends at other promotions—they need to take a step back and let the younger guys kind of build because their own thing.
1: How old is Chris Jericho at this point?
0: See, fuck you. I love Chris Jericho. If It no, wasn't for I, Chris Jericho. I, I
1: like Chris Jericho also, but I'm just asking, how old is Jer- Chris Jericho? Oh, I thought at this point. you. Were.
0: I was like, dude, don't start talking shit about Jericho. (laughs)
1: No, Chris Jericho is one of of those guys. He's like 50. Yeah, he is 50 years old. Still not Yeah, dude. Edge. Edge still looks like freaking absolute garbage. Oh, Edge looks looks like shit. He looks like on crack.
0: So, um, no, but like Jericho, man, he's, he really like, uh, he built up. In my opinion, he's the reason that Jake Hager... MJF, Sammy Guevara, Ortiz and them are all big stars. Jericho is a big part of that. The problem is that Jericho is also the older guy that I'm talking about. He needs to take a step back. But I will say this, dude. I don't know if you saw it, but he had a death match with uh, Nick Gage. And for those of you that don't know, Nick Gage is a badass in the independent world of death match wrestling. A lot of people hate death match because it's very, very violent uh i by violent i mean these guys are stabbing each other with forks and they're Is that busting that video
1: you share with a dude cutting the dude's head open with a freaking pizza, yeah. pizza cutter yeah
0: bro yeah that's nick gage and he's cutting jericho's head open with a fucking that was the death match they had jericho whooped ass though bro like i love nick gage man he's a badass he's an ultimate badass he has a really fucked up story. Like I I'm not lying,
1: you, bro. I love when you look it up. His first picture is his mug shot.
0: <laughs> dude, yeah, he robbed a bank, <laughs> without, and he got caught. Like, <laughs> dude, he legit in real life got addicted to drugs, robbed a bank. Like his story is so fucking weird. He's almost like that creepy neighbor down the street. that got hopped up on the queue, and he Mickey, fucking
1: top, top right. Story. Nick Nick Gage apologizes for offending Domino's Pizza and cutting Chris Jericho. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right, dude. Domino's was one of the sponsors, and he takes the pizza cutter. But the pizza cutter is like his ultimate tool, that or a light shade. But that match, dude, oh, my God, it was awesome. I didn't think they would take it that far because, like I said, death matches are really, really violent, and they usually don't put that on TV. They're more violent than ECW ever was. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, Olivia, time to go in the other room. Because they're, like, cutting his head open <laughs> and shit. I was like, yo, this is, like, beyond what I'll let you watch. Like, the best part is when Jericho takes Nick Gage and he smashes him through a fucking sheet of glass, dude,
1: between two oh, yeah, chairs. Oh, I, I see that
0: image right now. Oh, dude, it was fucking nuts. Like, it was a good match. It really was. But they're both super old, too.
1: It's time to step back. It's funny how we're talking about these old guys need to step back but we're talking about two 40-year-olds in Daniel Bryan and CJ Punk coming.
0: We're like, yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. You know why, though? It's because like those two I never thought... So here's the thing. Daniel Bryan leaving WWE was kind of far-fetched, if you ask me, but it makes sense because Daniel Bryan's too young to be the guy that gets beat by Roman Reigns. That's just yeah. a fact. He's too young clear. to be that.
1: Let's be clear. Daniel Bryan should have won that damn match. He out-wrestled everybody. But Roman Reigns had to get some bullcrap. I'm so pissed off. I, I I can't stand
0: it. It made me mad, I, dude. I got, like...
1: ex- I got excited and we started to get back into it, and then it it's just the same story over and over. Yeah. Roman Reigns fights <laughs> Bro, somebody kind who of... out wrestles him and the wins. entire match, and then he's about to lose, and then some random freaking faggot comes in and messes with the thing. He's a faggot. <laughs> And, and then they lose because of the same old garbage.
0: Well, and, like, dude, it was pissing me. Like, I remember I messaged you, and I was like, dude, I'm done with this shit for a while. It was hell in a cell. And it was—so here's the fucked up thing. Roman Reigns didn't even wrestle. He was supposed to. And what happened was he was like, no, nah, we're not wrestling on Sunday. We're going to fight right now. They did it on Friday Night SmackDown. Of course it sucked. Of course he won. He doesn't have to show up now on Sunday. But you know who does? Bobby Lashley, who I don't care about. It, what happens? Drew McIntyre nearly wins. But guess what happens? Manager pops Bump, in. <laughs> Someone fucks it up. And of course, B- Bobby Lashley gets the cheap win. And I was like,
1: motherfucker. All I and ask like, is that he wins on his own. And what, and what pisses me off is Drew McIntyre. It always happens to like, guys I like, like Drew McIntyre. He's the only guy left who I'm, like, actually passionate and like. Drew McIntyre's a badass. Do not cut Drew McIntyre, please, for the love of God. Well, I'm mad
0: that they even put him back the way they did. I was like, dude, Drew McIntyre
1: was cool. It's happened to him four times as I started watching. I've been watching for, like, six months, and it's happened four times where he's about to win the match because he out-wrestles the other guy, and a a freaking Fruit Loop comes out of nowhere and messes the whole thing up.
0: Well, and you know what really pisses me off, too, dude? Like, they've done this numerous times, and it's, it's fucking frustrating. With Roman Reigns, if, the guy, if, if they have a guy that they don't want to get pinned by him, he puts him in that stupid coquina clutch move, and they pass out, and he wins. That's happened, like, at least eight times in the last and, year. Um, I'm like, why do they keep doing that?
1: But, like, they had a, there was a really good match between um, Roman Reigns and, oh, what's his name, Kind of small, shorter, heavyset dude, like in like a crazy person who could who jumps off everything. Oh, are you talking about Cesaro? No, he jumped off the forklift. Oh, Kevin Owens! yeah, that match was so freaking good. So,
0: of course, they couldn't let him win on his own. Like Kevin <laughs> Owens, it was it was unfair.
1: And the and thing is, it was such a good match, and it turned out to be a garbage match because they screwed the ending up. Because they wanted some fat, bald twink to come in and <laughs> fix the whole thing. I'm pissed.
0: Dude, speaking of which, have you seen my Facebook cover? My cover picture?
1: No, I haven't.
0: <laughs> Go look at it. Would you get a suck? it? It's Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, but it's mixed up. It's funny as hell. But, um... Yeah, dude, I was like, I love Kevin Owens. What the fuck? I liked him even when he was a bad guy. Like, he's the ultimate badass. But, of (laughs) course.
1: Yeah, you see that shit where it's swapped
0: the heads? (laughs) It looks kind of funny. I'm like, that's, Roman's is hilarious, dude. He's just like tiny as shit. (laughs) But, dude, I was so mad because I was like, okay, I get it. Roman has to win, but why can't they let him win on his own? Yeah, let
1: let him be better than everybody else. Not a freaking absolute backstabbing
0: loser. Yeah, let him tear shit up and do his thing, but of course they like never do that. I feel like the only time this dude ever whooped anybody's ass was Rey Mysterio and Cesaro, which Cesaro ended in Cesaro um, passing out, of course, because they wouldn't let him lose properly. He should have been pinned. In my opinion, he should have won, but they like gave Cesaro the small push and then they went right back to the fucking board. But yeah, he beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio, which was kind of a given. And of course, it was meant to build up towards Edge facing him at uh, Money in the Bank, which I'll right. profess was a good match. Shitty ending. Seth and they all like double came
1: spear in. each other and just lay there for 15 minutes. They did
0: that, but then when Edge almost had the drop on him, dude, Seth Rollins came out and like started beating the fuck out of Edge, and of course, Roman won after Edge was... Yes, dude, I was mad. I was like... Damn it, dude, this was a long, good fucking another, match, like over another, 30 minutes.
1: Another small penis debutante had to come out and change the whole situation.
0: Right, I was like, dude, why couldn't they just let him win? Like, I love Edge, I knew he wasn't going to win, there's just no way it was going to work, especially when they said, and this is shitty, dude, so when Edge was supposed to face him, they said the day of, they confirmed on their website, John Cena was coming back to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Spoiler, we know who's winning that match. And we also know who's winning SummerSlam now because Finn Balor is supposed to face um, Roman, I think, at a Payback, which is after SummerSlam. So we now know who's not winning that match, and it's it's frustrating. I'm like, okay, but how are they gonna fuck it up? Like, I just want the villain to actually be a villain without being the cheap villain. The only guy that ever pulled off being the asshole that always cheats to win was JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield. Who I loved. He made it look good. He was the art of stealing a match. But it's not cool when every bad guy does it. Right. And they do that and in AEW too.
1: Especially they do it the way that it's done. Where it's not like him setting something up to to cheat to win. It's him getting bailed out by somebody else. Is the most infuriating thing.
0: Right. Like the way they're doing those matches is stupid. And then it was like... The build-up towards these matches is kind of dumb too. So with Roman being the big star, they don't put enough build-up. I feel like the writers aren't getting this shit done right. But if it were me, if I was going to build towards a big match, I would do it weeks in advance. I wouldn't do it on the spot. I wouldn't change it at last minute, which is what they did. So get this, dude. This is really going to fucking frustrate you like it did me. So these last few weeks when John Cena came back, he comes out. He challenges Roman Reigns. Roman comes out, says no. Finn Balor comes out and challenges Roman. Roman says yes to that. Move on to the next week. They're supposed to do the little contract signing. Finn Balor goes to sign the contract. Some dude named Baron Corbin comes out, beats the shit out of him, and he's about to sign it himself. But when he does it, John Cena comes out throws him out of the ring and then signs it to fuck with Roman and piss him off. What was the point in that? We knew they were going to have a match. Why did you put Finn Balor in there? Because here's the thing. I love Finn Balor. Finn Balor's a badass. I would rather him be champion than anybody right now. But why would they like build him up just so he can get his ass pulled by another wrestler and John Cena come back and do what we knew he was going to do anyway. It was super fucking frustrating. It made no sense. It was confusing. Somebody's not writing shit correctly there. And then here's the fucked up thing, dude. This is the punchline that I think should really fuck with everybody's head. If you're a John Cena fan, I'm looking on my Instagram. Every night that he's been back, he doesn't wrestle on live television. Us watching at home, we get fucked. But um, WWE is known for doing what's called a dark match. I've explained it before, but we'll do it again. Dark matches are for the fans. It's for the crowd. It's not for TV. It's not recorded. It's only recorded by fans sometimes or every now and then WWE they'll record some of it for like memorabilia, but it's a match that's only done for the fans. It's not on raw. It's not on SmackDown. It's right when the show ends. So anyway, every week that John Cena has been back, he comes out, he talks shit. He does his John Cena thing and then he leaves and then the show's over, but then he comes out and he wrestles for the crowd. That is the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. They're paying him to go on TV And people like me that don't get to go to those shows get fucked. That's the shittiest thing ever. If that's going to be the case, at least record them and let me watch them. Like on Saturday or something on the Talking Smack Show. That's stupid. Like, why would you do that? And you know what's funny, man? They did that when I went to the one here uh, about a year or so ago. Chanel took me to Monday Night Raw. Uh, There was a storyline between The Fiend Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Uh, it ended where Seth went and he burnt down the Firefly Funhouse. And then the show was over. When, they, when the show was over and they announced that they were off air, all you heard was bullshit, bullshit, and then AEW, AEW. But then we got the dark match, which was Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Because if you're going to these events, you you expect to see the big names in the ring, correct? Right. Not just on the screen but obviously when you see him on the screen it's for the tv as well it's for the you know it's for the television series so they do the dark matches too but it's fucked up when you got big stars who are only showing up on screen and then doing the dark matches for just the crowd like what if i want to see john cena wrestle <laughs> what
1: the fuck what if i want to see um, john cena get punched in the face by by kurt angle can Dude, get, i wish can we get a kurt angle um John Cena match where um, Kurt Angle goes suck this you commie bastard and punches him in the face
0: dude it would be awesome the all American the all American Olympic gold medalist versus the Chinese icon like (laughs) (laughs) so have you seen those memes it's like every Olympic athlete ever they're crying like the rock who's about to tap out to Kurt Angle and then it's all (laughs) Kurt Angle who fought with a broken neck yeah dude those are funny as fuck I can't believe I just snorted Oh, Fuck. But um before I keep ranting on what about What killed
1: me though? What what killed me though was um the the soft, the, the American baseball um the American um women's softball team um hit a walk-off homer, like a deep walk-off home run on Japan to go on to the gold medal ceremony and be it, <laughs> And the guy goes, Oh, she just hit a nuke on him, not realizing, and then he kind of realized he's like Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! I was being recorded. Yeah, dude. Like, and so there's a there's a video online of this school teacher with a bunch of like small children. She goes, "How many nukes were dropped on Japan?" A little boy goes, three. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and the Olympics."
0: And the Olympics. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. How many nukes were dropped? Oh fuck! People gotta learn their history, though. And you know what? Right now. People are making a huge deal out of that whole Simone thing, like we mentioned last time on the Friday show.
1: So I'm not gonna lie, I been pissed off too. Well, what a letdown! Like, what a complete fucking cop out. It's funny; the our best America's best gymnast left, and still our second best gymnast got gold.
0: <laughs> right? Like, oh my god! Or did you see so the one?
1: Better, we're just so much better than everybody.
0: It's we mad. are, dude. That's the thing that people get all mad about, but it's the absolute truth. We're just better at everything.
1: <laughs> or at, least,
0: at least most things. We're really not good Someone. at originality because a lot of the game shows you see are all from Japan. Whatever we have is all pretty much come from Japan. Hey,
1: um, but they were talking, and um, there's one thing the group talking and laughing and joking around, and um, there's a they were talking, and oh my god, my brain just decided to die. Like, I have no idea what I was about to tell you. Huh,
0: what the fuck? That's funny. <laughs> That's he went fine. right into the joke that he was like, "You know what? Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> just gone. I just, you just bro, you just pulled a Monday Night Raw on me. <laughs> I was like getting excited, and they're like, "You know what? Just
1: forget it." <laughs> just gone. It's gone. Dude,
0: really done. so I'm part of all these groups on Facebook where it's oh, all 100%. like fucking wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. did you remember it? Yes, I did. Tell me real um, quick; I want to hear it.
1: So it's sh- the U.S. won all the gold medals in in the shooting categories, and some guy Shit. said, "See, if you put see this, see this, see all the golds? it just proves if you put the work in the schools, you're gonna win big."
0: <laughs> Dude, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're the all. We're the um. We we do get the medal in like you know active shooter. But uh, <laughs> no, um, what I was saying was fucking I'm on these like groups where it's all wrestling, shit, but these people fight all the time. It's always like WWE fans versus AEW fans. It's never like someone's in between. But anyway, I'm watching this one and it's like, OK, so anybody else saw that WWE death match? It was total garbage. And so somebody commented, like, why can't you just enjoy it? Like, why does it always have to be one or the other? And so the guy's like, man, fuck you. I deserve to have an opinion, too. That shit sucked. So then the best comment of all is the very last one. This dude hops in, random guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I I totally agree with you. Why watch AEW when you can watch three boring-ass hours of Raw? Makes sense. (laughs) And I was like dying because I was like, dude, I'm sorry, but Monday Night Raw is boring in comparison to SmackDown. I'm so excited because AEW announced that in August, they're going to have a Friday night show coming out called Rampage. So I get to have two nights. I get Wednesday Night Dynamite and Friday Night Rampage. And I get Monday Night Dark Elevation as well as Elevation, which are two YouTube shows. Dude, those are bad, though. I'm not going to lie. AEW's YouTube series are boring. It's meant for up and comes like up and coming it's meant for up and coming superstars, but it's super boring. It's not like dynamite dynamite's right. cool and rampage is gonna be great. but I think what's happening here is they're making all this money, so obviously they're gonna make a second show. They had their elite general manager app, which was really cool. I enjoy playing it I play it all the time, and they have a video game coming out that is being made by the same people that made all the original wrestling games from like the 90s and early 2000s. So it's bound to be great, but here's the thing. They are going to purposely schedule this shit to go at the same time as Friday Night SmackDown, and I can almost guarantee you that Wednesday Night Dynamite is going to be moved to Monday to go against Raw. And then we're going to have this shit all over again. I just don't care. I'm like, I don't want another fucking Monday Night War or whatever. I just want to enjoy it.
1: Right. Um. To take a slight break from wrestling, can we talk about why the hell badminton is a freaking Olympic sport? What is it? Women's badminton. Okay, we can have a discussion about badminton being an what Olympic sport. Hell. What the hell is that? Explain this to me. Um. You don't know. You don't know what badminton is?
0: No, I don't think I've ever heard of
1: it. So take. It's tennis, but with instead of a ball, it's a little tiny like. How would you explain? How would you explain what a a bird is? It's like a small rubber cap with feathers on the end of it. You hit it with with teeny tiny rackets over a teeny tiny net. Right. It looks like that's a fucking sport. Yeah, it looks like China and. Thailand are Yeah, it looks like Yeah, it looks like China and Thailand are in the finals to find out who gets gold.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: I cannot Why? believe the badminton is a Olympic sport. There are some weird Olympic sports considering that football is an Olympic sport.
0: Well, yeah, I can actually agree with you. I don't... I don't like football as much as I used to, but it's a good question. Why isn't it not considered an Olympic sport?
1: Well, it's because Here. they know if they made an Olympic sport, the United States would literally dominate uncontrollably. There'd be no chance for any other group. They want, they want some of these international um, football associations to get more entrenched and start recruiting better talent before they start just handing over free gold medals to the United States every year.
0: Guarantee there are a bunch of people right now that super hate you. Because
1: tell me, <laughs> tell, tell me, some German retard is going to be able to outplay Patrick Mahomes?
0: Oh, yeah, for real. Like you're absolutely right. And think of it like this: um, it couldn't be just during the Olympics; they'd have to keep it going. It would be too good just to drop it like that and then wait six years. Or how long is it? It's every six years, right?
1: Austin. yes it's every six years so you get um you'll let you get the winter and then you get the summer two years later and then the winter two years later the summer two years later
0: i'm not gonna lie though bro some of those dudes from the countries are pretty fucking like insanely good at the weirdest things like fucking beach ball <laughs> Tennis. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, can we also talk about the fact that we have beach volleyball and regular volleyball? Why do we need two kinds of volleyballs?
0: Right, that's what's weird to me, too. I don't understand that at all. Also, and you got we, these
1: dudes. Also, we have, like, real basketball and then 3v3 po- um streetball. Like, why do we need 3v3 streetball in the Olympics?
0: Right. And why is it that people are allowed... So, no, actually, I'm not going to take it this way because it's going to get all political, but I saw this meme and it was like when your dumbass is kneeling for uh, what is it? Because you're, you're protesting uh, injustice, but the black person next to you is standing up and they're not disrespectful. You may be an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, screw the, screw the women's I've never rooted against an American sport team, except for the women's soccer team. Because Megan well, Rapinoe is an absolute dike.
0: Dude, she's a monster. I can't believe that people would ever look up to her. Or that she's got all these fucking, like, deals, dude. She's a garbage human being. She's a piece of shit. I've hated her since day one.
1: <laughs> hey, when when they, when they told me that Megan Rapinoe was um, working with a sandwich company, I thought it was going to be Arby's uh, for obvious reasons, but turns out it was Subway.
0: Well, no, I totally get what you're implying. But I think they did that on purpose Because remember Subway would be like the Dike area That's the Dike bar Subway is like you don't have the meats You have the hams and the spams You know what I'm saying (laughs) That's right Megan Rapinoe definitely does
1: not like the meat Yeah
0: exactly Her shit wouldn't be like a a rooster neck I think it would be more like A vegan burger 100% plant based And probably smells like shit Dude, she looks like she smells like shit.
1: Dude, Megan, Megan Rapinoe looks like the lady you'd walk across the street from. Cause you think she'd deal you meth and No, I do, run. <laughs> Every time it's they like,
0: fucking dude, see she's her, she's handing out.
1: She's handing out like she's hand, Megan Rapinoe looks like that that lady who is selling roses on the side of the interstate to try to make to try to make money to um take her cat to the uh, vet.
0: What the fuck? I just got this weird... Hold on one second. What the hell is this? I don't know what it is, but... Somebody on my Facebook sent me three photos that I can't open up. It's some guy I went to high school with. And it's, like, still loading. That's where I'm hoping this isn't a fucking bot. If it is, I'm gonna be like, Hey, bro, I know I haven't talked to you in, like, ten years, but I think your shit got hacked. (laughs) Like, I know the last time we spoke was when we were both getting extremely high, but <laughs> anyway, um, no, dude, she's a gross person,
1: and of course, <laughs> that's funny. Um, Reigns compared John Cena to the missionary position.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, that's what's funny. So, it's, like, it's like missionary, the same thing
1: over and over again.
0: And, which um, is pretty um, he funny. Said it's
1: good, but he did the same thing over and over and over. Makes sense.
0: You know what's even funnier? You have to YouTube it. Paul Heyman mocks John Cena's fucking entrance music. It's funny. If do, do, you can do, find do. someone
1: who makes missionary position entertaining for two decades, keep them in your life. It's gonna be worth it. I promise.
0: Oh, dude! I think that there's some sort of like secret, real heat between the two. Because on uh, last night's Friday Night Smackdown, I was watching it and John Cena cut a promo and basically he was just like calling Roman Reigns by his real life name and he's like, I'm talking to you Joe or whatever and he's like <laughs> he's all, you're boring man, we're so tired of you <laughs> When they call each you, other you by jump. real names dude, <laughs> it's like really personal yeah,
1: They're sitting, He's sitting at home and even he's like, yo I have to watch this guy anymore. It's going to I'm going to freaking kill myself. So he called WWE he's like, "Please.
0: Please let me go let in me, there one last time. Let
1: me go in there and beat him up. Please, my god. I can't watch this mother trucker anymore."
0: I wish they let him win, but yeah, he's just like the Rock where he's like, "Oh, I love this company so much," but then he leaves. He comes and goes as he pleases cuz he knows he'll make some money off of it. And it's funny how he only returns when the fans Wait, are there. Yeah.
1: Um, do you support the U.S. military? <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, good, because there's a veteran who needs your help. There's a veteran <laughs>
1: of the United States Marine Corps that needs your help. And his name is, John Cena, his name is And today John- on <laughs> Su- 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 SummerSlam, he'll be fighting
0: Roman Reigns. Like, no fucking super motherfucking slam in this house. <laughs> Dude, what's funny is that sounds like something they would do. The super <laughs> slam, a shoots and ladders match,
1: <laughs> a snakes and ladders
0: match, dude. Oh my god! You know what that reminds me of? Um, last night, guess what I was doing?
1: What's that? Me.
0: So, uh, our our dear friend Savage came over to hang out. Oh no! So I would so I wouldn't be lonely with the kids, right? And okay, we rented a movie. <laughs> we rented Fast Nine or F Nine, the Fast Saga. So we basically got to spend time with the family, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> dude, it was funny because we were sitting there and we're watching John Cena show up, and I'm like, okay, at some point, he's got to be like, you can't see me. And But we're sitting there joking the whole time, like, oh, dude, you don't need logic when you got family. Or, oh, here he comes. Here comes family. <laughs> like, if I'm going to do a movie review on this, I will say this. I did enjoy it. It was pretty bad, though. It's probably like the third worst in the franchise. Because spoiler, I'm sure a lot of you already know this, they go to space, not for the whole movie, of course, it's towards the end, but that, that was, was a oxygen
1: joke when you got family,
0: yeah, like you don't you don't need to worry about dying in space when you got family, and the funniest fucking part is like numerous times throughout this movie, you think somebody's gonna die, but they don't, because I'm like, well, they can't die, they got family <laughs> you
1: can never but die um. And get family.
0: I know for a fact you're not going to watch this movie, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people aren't, so I'm going to spoil the end. Guess who's supposed to come back? What the fuck are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that Daffy?
0: <laughs> but at the end of the movie, all right, so when they're all doing their family thing and they're talking about how family is the most important thing in the world. Right. Um, Vin Diesel looks at uh, Michelle Rodriguez, and she's like, he's like, something feels wrong. Something feels empty. There's a seat missing. And she looks at him and says, don't worry, he'll be here. And what happens then? Oh no, Paul Walker's famous vehicle of choice pulls up in the driveway. Boom, the end. What does that mean? It means that we're going to get the Brian character in the next one. How is that going to work? Well, I looked in you Don't
1: Have Death If You Got Family.
0: Exactly. No, <laughs> I guess what's going to happen is they're going to have Paul Walker's brother who looks insanely like him play the character, but they're also going to CGI the fuck out of him, so he looks just like Paul Walker. I don't think it's going to work, dude.
1: Star Wars again. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like, hold on, wait a minute. That was cool
0: for ten seconds. For ten little seconds. It was cool. But you know, you want to know what my opinion on that is? And our buddy Savage... Well, our buddy Savage brought this up, and he had a good point. You know the guy that plays Sebastian Stan? Yeah. He looks in very much like Mark Hamill. So why didn't he just play Luke Skywalker?
1: <laughs> that's kind of like Luke Skywalker. But no, no, no. no that, it, it was good enough because it was a TV show. Okay, I sit down and watch a TV show and that comes up. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty good.
0: Well, it's a good tease. Like, you know, he's not going to be in the next series.
1: But if I was watching a billion dollar movie, sorry, it's going to be better. It's got to be better than a TV show. I'm sorry.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm sorry, but you I don't think they should do it. He's dead. Let him stay dead. Like, they've already said the character is retired. Just let it be.
1: Sebastian I, Stan posts naked butt photo on Instagram to promote his new movie. About to pass. Thanks. Appreciate it, Newsweek.
0: Hey, did you know that uh, Army Hammer may be a secret cannibal? <laughs> Dude, place. it's a weird story. Like, I'm not going to go too much into it, but my uh, boss was telling me about it, and I was like, no fucking way. So I looked this up, and apparently, while he was, like, cheating on his wife or whatever, he was, like, texting this other girl. Well, they were sexting, but a lot of it was... Uh, it was sexual, and it was... Uh, cannibalism was incorporated. Oh, yeah, like,
1: he was talking about how he had little, like, eat her ear
0: or something. Yeah, like, he wanted to taste her insides and shit, and I was like... What the fuck? So then they did a whole story on People Magazine about his family. Apparently, again, back to family. It's always family. But apparently, this dude's whole family has been fucked up since, like, World War II. Like, he may not be the first cannibal. That's what it sounded like. I was like, dude, they kind of, in my opinion, they did a little too much digging to ruin this guy's life. Because it's already ruined Mm -hmm. now with those text messages. But they had to go even further and make it sound like a fucking TMZ film. It was it was really shocking and like gut wrenching and just terrible. I was like, dude, I would be so upset if my whole life was I'm out there. I'm 100% like
1: that. a cannibal. I want to eat you. F, that's scary to admit, but I've never admitted that before.
0: <laughs> dude, isn't that the weirdest shit ever? Like,
1: what? Combine obsessed boy plays masquerade at their school until Manchester with using Manchester area style nail bomb. Why not take out some others? What do you mean? If you're going to shoot up the school. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, dude. Text messages are. It's just bringing me random text messages from people's phones now. My friend passed away. I'm on his account. I've never seen you before, but I think you're gorgeous.
0: (laughs) Jesus, that's disgusting. (laughs) Yo, speaking of Columbine, I got to tell you this because I totally didn't get to send it to you. So I saw this meme, but it got taken down, so I couldn't send it to you. But you remember when. Call of Duty was teasing uh, making John McClane and John Rambo playable characters? Yeah. Okay, so it was that. It was an ad for that. But they replaced it, and it's like Eric Harrison, Dylan Cleveland will now be playable characters on Call of Duty Warzone. (laughs) And dude, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Like, somebody actually took them and used their pictures, but then they made it all cartoon (laughs) and
1: shit. That's awesome. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's all now playable
1: characters. <laughs> Trench
0: coats and shit. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was real, but obviously it was a meme and I was like, Hold on, no. And I Googled it like a dumbass, thinking this was real. But genius. I will say that. That was a genius move, whoever made it. That's a
1: great that's that's a great joke. Great job, whoever did that.
0: Well, if it were me, I would have used the you know, the shooter from Vegas. Oh man, I'll tell
1: you what, that guy's isn't that the Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> that's the <a> Las <laughs> Vegas shooter. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that's my that is my favorite um, Call of Duty story of all time. I will never ever get over it.
0: Oh, dude, the shit you find on Call of Duty—it's so creative. Not just the gamer tags, but everything. People like dress their characters up to look like something funny, and you're like, "Oh, dude, that's really fucked up." Dude, but it's
1: I, it's so enjoyable. I, I still, to this day. Sometimes have days when I want to go reinstall Call of Duty Black Ops, so I can take my Steve Paddock and just, just sit on the balcony and shoot people again.
0: Right, right. I would do it again just to fucking piss people off.
1: But I got reported, so I can't do it. That sucks. Thanks a lot, <laughs> freaking uptight forty-two-year-old. Get a life, you freaking. See, they always it. fuck it up. This is a funny joke. Stop it. You don't have to report me because I made a good joke. Just admit that you weren't just admit that you weren't cool in high school and everybody makes fun of you and that no one loves you and the only thing you could do is try to play White Knight on a video game. Get a life, you twat.
0: Dude, you know, hold on one second. God damn it, this is doing it again. My fucking connection sucks. Give me one second. I'm Getting oh, a text no. message, but of course it's downloading slowly. This should never happen with a goddamn iPhone. I
1: think we're about to go over. I think we are over.
0: Oh, shit, you're right. I got a little too insanely excited with the wrestling talk, oh. but it was totally worth it because, man, I had to get that off my chest. I was so pissed about the news. But uh, did I tell you, before we close this, did I tell you that I applied for huh, a writing position for Impact Wrestling just because, like, I know I won't get it, but I was like, Hey, I never actually did anything like this, but I'm a good writer.
1: Hey, you miss <laughs> you you miss half, you miss all the shots you don't take.
0: Dude, exactly. I was like, it's not like it's going to happen, but hey, I can at least say I did it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this one time I applied for Impact Wrestling. thought it'd be <laughs> cool. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You applied for, like, one of the worst wrestling promotions ever. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, announcement. We're going to have a special guest on the Friday show. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but it is a very special guest. Um, This is going to be more of you need to tune in to find out who it is. Kind of like wrestling. I'm going to really just, I'm going to work this up and hopefully I won't leave you hanging.
1: We're going to milk the tits out of this. I'll tell you what.
0: Although it is going to be really cool. Um, It's actually somebody that does something similar like we do, but they have their own like um, editorial page and such. So it's similar to like Daily Wire and all that. They have their own website. So not just a podcast, but yeah, tune in for that on the Friday show. In the meantime, definitely check out the last Friday show, which has been named uh, infamously a political porno. Right now, it's actually a top trending fucking episode of ours, mostly because of the content I had so much fun with it. Couldn't stop laughing. We told some pretty fucked up stories. So check that out. at the jelly. great girth. Did you just say anal jelly?
1: Yes, I did. jelly.
0: <laughs> Butt jelly. Butt jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Butterfinger, but yeah, check that out at thegreatgrowthpodcast dot com. Oh, check us out also on the Great Girth Podcast Facebook page, which has been popular as shit these last couple days. I've been looking at it more and more. Of you guys are reacting to it.
1: Thank the Lord. Without the, you guys, it wouldn't be possible. For the one shrapnel um, cocksucker, you can actually stay off of it. Just, just you know, you're gonna get offended pretty quick. And I know that you have a. I know that your three brain cells have a problem like computing complex ideas, like two plus two is four. So you might want to stay off of that one.
0: I know exactly who you're talking about. She can suck a dick, <laughs> <laughs> and people like her. And I know they're still watching. But obviously, as I've said in the past, I'm like, you know what, dude? They're the ones giving us views, so fuck them. If they want to watch. I'm cool with it. Dude,
1: that, but, that that that. That couple is the literal meaning of crackhead wedding.
0: Hundred percent. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, and get a good idea of it, again at Podcast dot com. The name of the episode is "Social Media Comment Wars." Probably one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. Um, again, that's if you want to get the inside joke to who shrapnel faces and glory hole, um, <laughs> glory hole ear. I should say I fucked that up. But yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys, for listening. (laughs) If you got a PP, you got a BB. A man, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to throw in one tranny joke. I'm sorry. Got to have one, at least one. Patrick. Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick. Patrick. You're being kind of a bitch. Just enjoy it. But um, (laughs) thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, Again, tune in Friday for a special guest appearance. Austin, buddy, enjoy yourself, and I will see you on the Friday show.
1: Adios.